Hey everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Not So Random. Um, guess who's going to jail tonight? Everyone who voted for me listened to that Donda album on my Instagram story. Uh, thank you, but no thank you. Because um, truly, what the fuck was that? Anyway, we'll get into that later. This week on the podcast, we have a special guest, Ryan of Grand Tour Media. Um, for those who don't know what Grand Tour does, Grand Tour does videography, photography, uh, producing music, is doing everything for real creative in the creative atmosphere and space. So look out for him in a few years when he's really popping off. It's already popped off for real, not, you know, but it's going to be bigger and better and gets greater every year. And I'm not saying that's because he's my friend. I'm saying that because it's truly good and I truly believe in him and it, uh, Grand Toy the company. <laughs> and um, so this week I thought Ryan would be the perfect guest because he is one of the biggest Drake fans I know and just overall really solid with music. So I figured he'd probably be the perfect guest to have on this episode. Um, I know I say in a few seconds, you'll hear it later that I call him a Drake expert. That's corny. We're going to let go of that. That's not true. I was just flowing in the moment. Ignore that. And Ryan wanted to let me know to, <laughs> Ryan wanted me to tell you when to ignore that as well. But also, yeah, I, we listened to it. It was corny. Not the point though. Anyway, this conversation really felt like one of our phone conversations that we have all the time, uh, constant arguing, but I feel like it really worked out for us both this time. Um, anyway, it's truly all love. I really appreciate him coming on the show. Um, I thought that was a great conversation in a solid episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Please remember to subscribe and to leave comments and to rate just so I can get better. I want to do more. I want to like do different topics. So I just need suggestions. I need interactions. So please do. Um, happy listening guys. Okay, welcome back to Not So Rain in the Podcast. Um, today I have a special guest with me, someone I would like to call a Drake expert, uh, Ryan from Grand Tour. Ryan, say hello to the people. What's going on? What's popping? What's up, everyone? Excited for today, Ryan? Of course. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, so today we were talking about Drake's uh, latest uh, album, Six studio album, I should say, um, Certified Lover Boy. And this album is honestly a long time coming. You know, it was supposed to be around here in January 2020. Got pushed back, constant delays. I feel like, you know, it was mainly, done. it felt like it was supposed to be done a while ago, but it took him forever. But that's fine because at the end of July, he finally said, you know, it's finally finished. We're good to go. So everyone's going to the album drops should be coming soon. Finally, we got release date. Um, it released Friday, September 3rd at 1 a.m. So, you know, or yeah, 1 a.m. So I was up listening. Um, yeah, so that was the basics of it. Now, I feel like this time we also had a lot of things to do with uh, Kanye. I felt a little more competition with Rollout. Usually I feel like when Drake's uh, coming out with an album, we don't really have to worry about too many other artists that we actually, who are on his level or on the same level, you know, competing with him when it comes to a Rollout. So I feel like they were just playing along with each other personally. But, you know, it is what it is. We finally got the album. Ryan. Yep. Before we get into the actual album, I want to know what your favorite Drake song is in general so the audience can feel out. Or maybe you can give me five, Ryan. I know you're a huge Drake fan. So you can give me <laughs> one on one. Um, I personally like Sweet Drake. You know, I like when Drake is talking um, sensitive. Um, I like, like the 5 a.m. in Toronto. I like the come throughs, the 305 in my cities. Um, the shut it down. I like when he's soft, you know, he, he's really talking to the ladies. You know, I like to talk to the ladies and I like when Drake talks to the ladies. But I also like when he's like confident and when he's like, yeah, 
no matter what he's doing, he's wearing it and like just you know ready to dominate the game. I like that. I don't really. I I also really like Drake when he tries new styles for the most part. Um, I think he does a great job at adapting to um, the times. And I think he actually has influence on how I measure my own business model uh, for my business because I think he does a great job at connecting with younger artists, which which always keeps him relevant. I agree with that. Okay, so my personal favorite Drake song, I will have to say, is Worst Behavior. I feel like that has just, that's, that's just like his Scorpio energy. It's from Nothing Was the Same. My personal favorite Drake album, Three Fighting My City, All Me. Like that entire, I was, this entire past week, I've been just Drake, it's been Drake the entire week. You know, I've been in my Drake Got bag. You. And I'm just like, wow, like, this man is an incredible artist. And when you really play it back to back to back, I think you appreciate it a little bit more than just like listening to it when it comes out and, you know, like coming and, you know, maybe hearing it in the club. Like, I'm like, wow wow going going back and forth i'm like man this is consistent and mm-hmm. honestly when i was when i was able to listen to like all of old drake and then play clb it made clb better personally for me now huh? um that, that that was just me now i feel like certified lover boy let's talk about the album like let's talk about our expectations um because huh? i had certain expectations ryan i feel like when you call yourself certified lover boy the album certified lover boy the album artwork is literally like pregnant woman on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally supposed to be giving, I personally thought we're getting R&B, R&B vibes. We're supposed to be getting like, you know, dedication to a woman, uh, you know, the woman in Drake's life, uh, whether it's his like mom or his, you know, the woman he slept with or the woman he's just been infatuated with. That's mm-hmm. what I thought this was supposed to be about. What were your expectations? What, what type of Drake I- do you think we're gonna come in and get? I had the same expectations. I think, like I said, I think Drake is when his when he's at his best, um, when he, you know, is singing, when he's like in love or talking about love. Like no one ever says, oh, my favorite Drake song is usually a rapping song. Like most people say, oh, my favorite album is nothing was the same, or my favorite album is Take Care. Which what do those two albums have in common? He's singing most of the album. Or like it's like melodic rapping. He's not really just rapping pure. Um, I think that. I, I, you know, I talked to one of the producers on the album. Um, okay. And I, I, you know, who's on the album, shout out to Facts Only. Um, he also, he gave me a different perspective on the Drake album because I was like, you know, I'm confused. Like you said, you call an album Certified Lover Boy. You call an album, you got pregnant women. Everyone's thinking, yo, listen, it's getting cold outside. You trying to find that cuddle buddy. And then you really drop an album that doesn't sound like what most people probably thought mm-hmm. and he was like i think it was the irony of certified lover boy and drake really trying to show that he wasn't a lover boy at the end of the day um that was the perspective that the producer gave me um i'm sure he has a little more insight than me because i mean he's on the album but yeah i think i think when i listen to it a couple more times i think you can hear he is still talking about love i just think the production wasn't the way a lot of people expected yeah i would agree with that um yeah, and I think that's dope that the producer was able to break it down for you like that. Because personally, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Now, last thing we're talking about before we get into, because I want to go, I don't have to go track by track, because that's a lot. But, you know, this year, I feel like, like, like you were saying earlier, I was going to get back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, uh, Drake always going to keep up with the times. Like, he was recently just named, like, uh, Artist of the Decade by Billboard, which is huge. And honestly, like, like I said, after listening to everything um, from his past year and or from his past uh, career and whatnot, I feel like this is definitely giving that. Like, okay. I feel like it, it actually fits. And I don't know if 
I if I see, I mean, like I'm not gonna argue the producer, really, but I'm like I don't I don't know if I see the irony just yet. Mm-hmm. But okay, now let's get into our favorite tracks on the album overall, like our personal thoughts. You can start with a rating, or you can give the rating last, or you can just talk about what are you feeling? What were you feeling like after their first listen? Let's go with that. What are my favorite songs? No, how did you feel after your first listen? Listen. Oh, after my first listen, I was I'm gonna be honest with you, I almost didn't make it through the album. Damn. Because I was just so like, yo, like I was one of those people. I woke up at like 4 a.m. I was like, oh yeah, Drake's dropping on Friday. I'm up listening to it before work. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to get the sweet songs I need, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I think I got like halfway through the album and I was just like, what am I listening to? And like <laughs> It, it, it really got into when it got when he um got into like pipe down and Yebba's heartbreak. That's when the album like caught my attention a little more mm-hmm. at the time. Um, I think my favorite song on the album is definitely "Get Along Better" by Ty Dolla Sign. Same. I just think I think he just he chatting like he's the best when he's just chatting. And I think one reason I like Drake so much is because I think he relates to a lot of men. And sometimes he shares things that a lot of men don't feel comfortable sharing. And I also feel like every album that he drops lets me know how like the next three or four years are going to be. Like, for example, when I was in college, nothing was the same. Like, if you really listen to the Nothing Was the Same album, that was a lot of our college experiences, like in that album of what he was talking about. Or if you listen to Views, like post-grad, a lot of us were listening, like we were living in Views. Um, and I think Drake's not too much older than us. So I think you can almost look at him as like a big brother, big cousin, if you want. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, but I think he he usually tells us. And I think that what disappointed me at the time was I feel like he didn't tell me how my early 30s was gonna be in love, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't really I didn't really think he talked about the I think people gotta realize Drake is single. You yeah. know? And, and I and I think he doesn't really talk about being a superstar and like really trying to seek love. Like with that, I think more people wanted that Drake, like that tapping. But I get it, there was other factors. He got a kid now, Kanye West is coming at him. Um, even though he just might not be in that mode right now, he might not be in that headspace, but it's almost like, bro, when are you gonna get in that headspace? Because you were already artist of the decade. Like you can, Drake can really do no wrong. It doesn't matter what he, he could put out 15 tracks and it was all mutes. Yeah, and everyone's still gonna listen to it and say it's great. He has that Beyonce effect. Yeah, like, it was, doesn't matter. I was gonna say, yeah. I really don't. I think Drake is at that same point, like Beyonce. Like, oh, the people like you know, Glamour did this really wild uh, list of like best and worst Beyonce songs, and like had the nerve to have like Kitty Cat, which I which was one of Beyonce's best songs. But I think Beyonce and Drake are at that point where like they both can do no wrong. Um, Drake also, I really don't think he has a bad song. He says songs I don't like, and I think that's the difference because I feel like if something I don't like, someone else is gonna like it. And, you know, there are very few songs where everyone's like, that is a piece of shit from Drake. You know, like he doesn't have that. So Mm. that's why I think this album was more disappointing because you're just like, damn, like you, this is in the miss, but it's also not like what we wanted from Drake. And I think that's where, uh, that's where the frustration was. But after my first listen, I was like, this seemed a little drier than I thought. And like I said, Mm. I also agreed that my favorite song after the first listen literally was Get Along Better. Like, it's so toxic. I love it. I go to Drake for a toxic masculinity. Like, I'm a Scorpio. He's a Scorpio. I feel like I speak that language, even though, you uh-huh. know, it's a masculinity. Like, 
I speak it and I get it. You know, it's just like, this isn't about revenge, but I get along better with your friend. I love it. I I, I really wish Drake just stayed in that bag the entire album, but I mm-hmm. didn't get that till the end, which is really annoying. Um, I enjoyed Yeba's heartbreak. Um, yeah, she snapped. She snapped. Snapped. She turned um, up. Loved it. Loved every single second of that song. TSU. I had that's the only song I heard before the album. That was the one I think that got leaked. So the T- TSU was the only one I had heard previous, and I was like, like it here. Um, I thought the introduction, Champagne Poetry, was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Drake killed it with all his intros and outros. Like he doesn't have a bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now, so then after after my first listen, I was like, this was a little dry. But let me listen to it because I feel like when you listen to an album at one a.m. for the first time, it's hard because you're tired and you're just like, how focused can you really be? I was kind of focused, but like not really. Um, mm-hmm. And then I played it in the car the next day because I feel like a car can also like it, it, you play it in the car, it hits a little bit different. Listen, I'm I'm not trying to cut you off, but I gotta say when I bumped that album at nighttime, going up to Philly, it definitely hit different. Like it hit you. You start hearing percussion instruments you didn't hear the first listen. It definitely is more of a nighttime vibe album. I think the album is different. Where I think a lot of his past projects, you're listening to Drake because you're listening to Drake. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear what he's saying, I think this is more of a vibe. I yeah. think this is like you're with a group of friends and you're it's just playing in the background. Yeah. Like it, you're not like, what is this? Turn this off. You're like, oh, wait, that's cool. That's a nice vibe. It's a nice bop. I think it's also, you know, important to say that he was also injured during his album, you know? So when he was making this album, a lot of his album was recorded in his house. So I'm not saying this is correct, but he might have not had the motivation um, that he had in previous projects because, you know, he just came off of surgery. So... Yeah, that's true. Um, and I do think pandemic albums are going to sound very different than any other album. Like, Mm -hmm. I assume that since this entire album was done within 2020 and 2021, like everyone's locked in their house. And I think that like, that's definitely gonna have an effect. Like, How much love can you find in a pandemic? So I'm like, how Mm -hmm. are we gonna get like a lover album when it's even though he's rich, and we do know how rich people have definitely been like out and about and like, you know, they can pay for, for COVID sure. tests and they can got vaccination super early, all that, all that stuff. That's a factor. But at the end of the day, like you're still trapped in your house because like if everyone else is locked up. It's not that fun to be locked. It's not that fun mm-hmm. to be out. And, you know, there, no, no artist has gone on tour. Um, well, tours have kind of just restarted, but like Drake hasn't been on tour. And I think mm-hmm. that, that can also affect it. You know, like how much interaction has he had out? He might just be pulling from pre-COVID to like end COVID experiences. So that that definitely can be a thing as well. Um, so. Like I said, when I played it in the car, way better, right? And then I put it on. I, then I did the earphones because at first I just played it aloud, right? Just played it aloud. Oh, and I, I, how you listen to an album playing it out loud? The first time, yeah. I mean, because I just, I just want to, I just want to. I mean, like I had my speakers on. It wasn't like I'm just like, you know, like playing it from my phone. So playing on my laptop, you know, have my speaker connected to it. Just want to really feel the energy. Like what energy is it putting in the room? You know. Then mm. I did my earphones. And I was like, this is a better album it got better and better every time i listened to it this past week and to be honest and that then my favorite out songs on the album i have 14 favorite songs in the, or not 14 14 yeah 14 favorite songs like songs that i feel like to stay, favorite songs well when i say favorite 14 songs that i feel like could just stay on the album and all the other songs could have gotten cut so there are some i don't like or there are some i, I like less so champagne poetry is cute poppy's home i like in the bible really enjoy it love all cool um, fair trade. I enjoyed. Uh, you know, I just love Travis. I I really enjoyed Travis Scott like feature. 
um just like that sound way too way mm -hmm. too sexy loved it even though i know this is probably clearly for like more of a TikTok, you know i feel like it's definitely like the guy's version of a bad bitch song you know i feel like maybe drake's been listening to you know doja and megan spill all their shit he's like we need one for the guys again um even though there were maybe a few songs relatively before this but really enjoyed it love the video i like drake that shit when is he's trash damn i like it when drake has fun i like it when drake has fun i enjoy that, it that i put that song with hotline blank i hate a hotline blank damn you like i like that song but i feel no. like drake is i like it when drake also is like fun and he doesn't take himself seriously that's when i think that's one of my favorite parts about drake that he never takes himself too seriously so personally i enjoyed it okay. tsu no friends in the industry yeah was heartbreak in too deep this is how i really feel like his album should have probably gone everything else could have been cut in too deep 7 a.m on the bride path uh get along better you only live twice fountains and fucking fans and then the outro fine whatever but everything else to me could have been cut because some of it just to me was just a little too much filler i don't know what drake was doing but hmm. that's like i said that's over on my fifth listen though because before i was really only feeling a few songs but then you play it more and you play it more. You're just like, okay, I like it now. I like it now. So, and to me, that's kind of frustrating because I feel like if I don't, most of the time, if I don't really like a song on the first listen, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I only went back because I'm like, this is Drake and I have a podcast to do on Monday. Only reason why I went back, because mm -hmm. if I didn't have this, I probably would have been like, all right, Drake, well, enough for me. You know what I mean? Certified Lover Boy, like someone else had to play it for me again for me to maybe appreciate it. So, yeah that's that that's that on that um now what were your other personal um have you have you changed your mind after your car listen like what were your personal favorites i should say um i would say i like champagne poetry i like poppy's home um i like love all i think jay-z could have came a little harder it was um, a light jay-z verse it wasn't it was it wasn't anything like, special. It was, I, I did, he did a better my, job on jail with Con, with Don, on Donda. Yeah, you know, one of my <laughs> friends actually said he was like, "Man, um, it didn't sound like it took Drake a long time to make these songs." Yeah, can we talk about the production real quick? Because this is my biggest beef with a lot of the songs was how much he just changed in the middle of like switched the beats in the middle of the song. I'm like, Drake, this isn't this isn't your special team, and this mm -hmm. is no shade to Drake, but like. I feel like Kendrick does this a lot. Kendrick is very good in his albums, like switching up the beat in the middle of a song and just being able to like keep flowing. Um, yeah. Drake, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't cohesive. Like, and because I think he, because he didn't have the storytelling element, storytelling element, I think the production kind of fucked up. Or I think the production came off a little more fucked up or came off weirder. So, um, yeah, I don't know what was going on, but sorry, Ryan, go ahead. I think it's a great point. I think compared to all his other albums, I feel like this album didn't really have a theme. Yeah. And I think that's where it threw me off. That's a great point. Um, but I think Fair Trade is good. Travis Scott is cool. Um, I think it's predictable. Um, yeah. Pipe Down is cool. I like Pipe Down a lot. Yeah, but it's heartbreak. Oh my goodness, I almost cried on that song. Just, I did. So I teared up that. a little bit. Um, but you know what was annoying? What? He wasn't, he didn't, he didn't rap on it. I was like. Yeah, he does that sometimes. He did that with, um, I think 4422 um with Sanfa or More Life too. Um so sometimes I, but I, I think it's a I think it was a break that was needed. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Okay. I think it was needed. And I think, 
you know, I think like I said I think he is the best in the game when it comes. No one has put on more artists than Drake. That that is very true. I think he listen. He Drake has a TikTok feed because he pays attention to the people who go viral on TikTok, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna put on a song. Like I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna see what's relevant. Like, um, so shout out to Drake's for you page because I think his all his features were really solid. I mean, some were mid, but like the younger ones were like, yeah, but. I think it was the best one. Um, the Nigerian artist, is it pronounced Tim? Tim? Yeah, Tim's. Tim? She was Tim's. good. Yeah, Tim's. She was good. She was good. That, I, I enjoyed that. I wish overall this album had more women on it. And I think that, like, I'm not saying that, oh, we needed, like, a Megan or a D- Megan. I, I'm not saying I needed, like, female rappers. I need, like, female vocalists on this. Because I think those are only people who could have really made this, like, um... I think that album would have added a balance of like the sweet, the, the what you, what you call the sweet Drake, like mm. the the Drake and his R and B bag. And I think that if we had more female vocalists on this, Jasmine Sullivan had an amazing album. Jasmine Sullivan could have been called for this album. I don't know where. I mean, mm. like there are a lot of vocalists who I think that he could have found, or he could have just like pulled up and put on this album. I really think, and I, especially I felt like when he was like this dedicated, I felt like the vibe was dedicated to women. I'm like, we need more women. And I'm not saying like, and I don't, not, people are going to be, I know people are going to be like, oh, you know, uh, I don't know where a, like a Megan would fit on this album necessarily. I really don't. But mm-hmm. um, maybe you could have Doja singing, right? And I know he had Nikki, uh, you know, with her quick little speech, but uh, wasn't enough for me. Wasn't enough for mm-hmm. me. I just think that I think, like, go ahead. I think, you know, Drake, when you look at his features on this album, I think he's also saying where he is at in life where I don't think he is necessarily trying to make new friends or trying to do anything that he feels like he needs to do. Everyone on this album, he has a relationship with. Everyone on this album, he the only person he's never had a song with on this album is Thames and, and Project Pat and and uh, Yeba. Everyone else, Little Baby, he has multiple songs. Jay-Z has multiple songs. Dirk, Kivion, multiple songs. Travis Scott, multiple songs. Future Young Thug, multiple songs. So it's almost like 21 Savage, multiple songs. Tied out of time, multiple songs. So mm-hmm. it's almost like, you know, these are like his friends. It's almost like the Roddy Rich effect when Roddy Rich said, you know, I don't ever pay for features because I only want my friends on my album. And if you're going to charge me for a feature, like, I'm not going to charge you because we're friends. Like, that's his, that's his mindset. So that's I think Drake almost said that. Do you that think Drake well. is really not charging his people for features? I think Drake's at the point where why does he need to charge them for a feature? I, 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 I because he still like, has to make his money, you know, like legal stuff. At the end of the day, it's like a it's a business. <laughs> like I think I think for Drake, I don't think he's charging for features, um, because on the opposite end of the, all these people have had Drake on their song. And if Drake really wanted to charge how much he's worth or for a feature, I'm pretty sure he couldn't, they couldn't probably afford that. Um, you don't think OVO can afford that? No, no, I'm saying like, like you got to think about it like someone like 21, like someone like Tim's, right? Mm-hmm. Or, she's cheaper than, she's cheaper than a Jay-Z. Or like a Ty Dolla Sign, Ty Dolla Sign. Someone mm-hmm. like Ty Dolla Sign, like Drake could say, okay, I'm going to charge you like 400000 for mm-hmm. a feature, right? Okay. But Drake is not going to pay Ty Dolla, but Ty Dolla Sign, but Drake is not going to pay Ty Dolla Sign 400000 for a feature. Because they're not the same level of artists. So then on the flip side, let's say Ty Dolla, let's say he's not going to pay him 40000 
because they're not the same level of artists. So I think it's more so like it's friendships and relationships he's built and um, they, they've come together. I think one thing that Drake does that I think kind of makes me mad though, um, it doesn't make me mad, but it's like the, the reason you love him and hate him is mm-hmm. because I think someone like Beyonce, she stays in her pocket, right? And what I mean by that is she knows what her audience is. She knows what her pocket is and she knows what the women love to hear. Like, even if you you can listen to eight different Beyonce albums, there might be, like, less than, like, ten songs that is really different than her normal catalog. Right? I don't know if I agree with that, but, okay. Okay, you have your opinion. No, because, then- hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, let's go back to Drake real quick. Um, I think that's a lazy excuse. I understand, For you know, what? he had no, friend, no friends with them. Well, oh, like, I, I only want to collaborate with my friends. I'm like... Then maybe call this album like Friends in the Industry or something. He's the he's the artist, he's the artist, he's the artist of the decade. He doesn't need he could literally drop. I'm not saying Drake has to make new friends. I'm just saying call your female friends, your friends who are women. Sorry, I hate using the word females. I don't know where that came out. For your friends who are women, because he has them too, and put them on the song. Put them on the um album. Shit. It's not that hard. So who would you have like the for him to be on? Shit. I mean, like I said, female vocalist. Personally, I would have probably maybe recruited some maybe uh, pop vocals. And Drake doesn't need like crossover appeal. This is not a crossover appeal thing. Um, I really have enjoyed Ariana Grande's Doja Cat could have, like I said, Doja could have been on the album. Um, you, maybe wait, wait, stop, called... stop, 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 stop. I didn't hold, say hold, rapping. Hold. I just said hold on, hold vocally. On, no. Do you really think Drake would ever put Doja on an album? There's no way. Yes. There's no way. Yeah. Even if you look at his past catalog, he doesn't have many women on his albums. The first and one I'm he saying had, this has been the perfect time to do that. All I'm saying is asking for a little switch up. That's it. Your sixth album, I'm asking for a little bit of a switch up. That's what I'm saying. Switch it up, or don't call the album "Certified Lover Boy." That that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. And don't make it seem like it's dedicated to a woman, you know. And if you're going to do the whole irony thing, I don't. It just it doesn't it doesn't translate well when we when we're, when we're talking about overall. Now, if you call the album these are my people, these are my friends, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Okay, right. Okay, okay, uh, Drake, do what you want to do. I'm just saying, we need it maybe like three. I was, I'm not asking for 10. I'm literally asking for like three. That's it. That's it. Because I feel like when you listen to his last, his older albums, even the ones with men on it, you can heal, hear the like female vocalist inspiration. And I didn't hear that here. I don't know if that makes any sense. But you can hear when people when people are influenced. You can you know when you can hear influences in people's music, even if they're not if that artist isn't on the song. This this one was just like it was just clearly a lot of men inspired inspiring. Fine, right? Fine, but I like it when Drake has more female inspirations in his music. That's it, or woman woman inspirations in his music. Um, yeah. That's that's that that's where I'm going. Beyonce. Has switched up her sound constantly, so that's why I'm like, mm. Whoa, you hear, how, listen, if you when, listen to, where? oh my gosh, Ryan, you gonna make me really get into my, I don't, I don't want to have a Beyonce debate right now because I, but what I'm saying, no, is, because if you listen to the an album like four to like her Lion King album, those are, those I'm not are talking not, about, I'm not talking about a Lion King album off a soundtrack. That's a movie. Beyonce album. No, no, yes, no, it is, no, Ryan. No, don't, no, no, don't no. do this backtrack that, thing. That don't is an album. Thing. That is an album that she directed. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about Beyonce's core catalog of songs she will perform at a concert. She's not performing those Lion King 
songs at a concert. We haven't seen her since. We, she hasn't been on, on concert since then. We don't know that. Do you really think she's going to perform that? she probably perform a few. Oh, stop that. Come on, give me a break. If she can perform songs on the Carter album, she can perform songs on the on the Lion King album. I'm talking about when you look at like albums like Four or B Day, etc. Do you think those... Lemonade and Four have a similar vibe? They have that same R&B song sound. I'm not. I'm talking about an R&B sound. Yes, it's all R&B and or pop. She's not out here doing Caribbean music. She she probably. She I think she raps. She has a country maybe. song. She has a she is rock and roll when she wants to. What's the what's the country song called? Daddy's Lessons. She performed Listen. it with the Dixie Chicks at the CM, at the CMA Awards. It's a country song. Whose song is that? It's her song. It's her song alone. And then it was since it was a country song, she performed at the Country Music Awards. Had the white people have the racist mad because she also managed to bring up the Dixie Chicks and then she put them on the remix. That's a country song. And then she did with Jack White. She did um, a, a rock and roll song, so, sound, sound, song. Sorry. Because then you got me turned up. No, no, hey, this is this, I I like my history. Point. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that she has never done it. I already said when I first made my statement that she's done it. But I said that she's done it less than 10 times in her career. Let's look at her albums real quick. Lemonade, uh, real quick, real quick. Lemonade, Dangerously in Love, I Am Sasha Fierce, Beyonce, 4 and Be That. That's the only six I'm going to get to. That's her core six of her album. Yes, she has more, but those are her core six in her catalog, right? They are. It's all R&B music. That's what I'm trying to Sasha say. Sasha Fierce sounded different. Like No, no, I... I I'm not saying it doesn't sound different in the R&B genre, but it is all R&B music. At the end of the day, her same fans that like B-Day, her same fans that like Lemonade are the same fans. It's the same fans. But when it comes to Drake, his Shot For Me fans, his Come Through fans might not be his Hotline Blink fans. And I wish sometimes that he just stayed more on a Beyonce. He stayed in his bucket. He knew what he was good at. It's like Jay-Z. Jay-Z stays in his bucket. He's not out here trying to sing. Justin Bieber stays in his bucket. Chris Brown is probably one of the best artists that really can just float buckets. And really, he's probably losing fans because he doesn't stay in his R&B bucket. Um, Chris Brown has, a, has had the same sound since his uh, future days. Like, fame and, exactly. the fame and fortune they, days. Chris Brown has not exactly. switched up his sound. Is because that he hasn't, no he hasn't gone back to his R&B sound when he was on Yo and Young Love and all that stuff. That was his pocket. He left his pocket. He left some of his audience. That's why Beyonce is so good because she stays within her audience. Yeah, she might take you over here a little bit. She might take you over there a little bit. But at the end of the day, you're going to be able to see it. You're going to know where she's going because okay. that's how consistent her music is. Okay, maybe I somewhat agree with this. I'm not going to give you the full thing, but maybe I somewhat agree Okay, maybe, maybe I'm gonna get, I might have to get. I'm right. I'm right. This year I'm right. This year I'm no, right. No, 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 no. We not. We don't admit things like that over here. Um, no. Mm-mm. Listen, if Beyonce drops a country album, shit, like this conversation is gonna be outdated. So whatever. She won't. She won't. You know, I don't know. She probably Beyonce, won't. But Beyonce, Beyonce doesn't really. I don't feel like Beyonce wants to do that. Like, and I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah, I, I think I think Beyonce just knows. At the end of the day, she makes great music, of course, but she knows she can drop anything. It's going to sell. Same with Drake. Hell Drake yeah. doesn't really care. Hell yeah, Beyonce. I mean, but Beyonce, Beyonce's gonna put out foolishness. Like 
she just also won't do that because she's at the, i mean she has that level of talent where it's hard the same like i said drake earlier drake's at that level of talent which is it's just not going to be bad she's not going to ever put out foolishness because she doesn't ever leave her bucket She never, she's not, you really look at Beyonce's catalog. Beyonce has left her bucket. So that, that's, that's where no, I'm like, She's left her bucket like five or 10 times max in I her think career. That's the ten, I think saying 10 times is playing a little low, but she's I'm not, been in this the, isn't the Beyonce podcast. So that's why we're not going to get into it. Because I feel in, like when Beyonce collabs with the people, when Beyonce someone collabs with the people, like my, fa- one of my favorite class Beyonce's ever done that, you know, I was younger for it, but telephone with, Lady Gaga, that is her most camp song. Or I will say the video is also super camp, but like the entire sound is just, it's similar, but different. So I'm saying she mixes up. So I'm just like, you know, even if she has this similar sound, like I can't say it's in the same bucket exactly. Cause it's giving something slightly different. I would say it's in the same room, not in the same bucket. That's what I would say. But I mean, does Drake really, Drake doesn't, I mean, Drake kind of left. I would say Drake was st- is still in the same room with this album, but not like. Ryan, what are you doing? I'm listening. Oh no, I was I, I was waiting for you to rebuttal. I said I think this the same room. Now, if Drake left the if, if Beyonce left the building or something, I, she's never done that. Okay. Different buckets, I would say. You know what I mean? That that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that I think you gotta give. I'm saying I would give Beyonce a little more credit. I think I'd give a little. I. I'd, Drake a little more credit, I guess. Yeah. I hear you. My statement says stays the same. Okay. I hear you. Okay, Ryan. Now, anything else to say about Beyonce? No, she's a great artist. She'll probably come up later again because Beyonce's so relevant. She just she just stays she just stays relevant. Um. Okay. Now, I did do a little poll, and people are like, "Let me get a little spicy," and. I just can't talk and not talk about controversy. And this isn't super, once I did all my research, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. Cause I got scared for my boy Drake this past weekend, a little bit. And uh, let me give all the facts. Do not cut me off, Ryan. Okay. All right. So apparently, you know, people, of course, people always wanna know who the sample is. The Beatles were sampled on this and Timberlake was sampled uh, and got credits or whatnot. I was like, oh, Paul McCartney, I'm like, that's cute. It really made me go listen to a Beatles song. I'm not into the Beatles. Uh, a lot of people were sampled off the song, right? And uh, turns out, apparently, R. Kelly got a uh, co-artist, uh, uh, a co-lyricist on the album, right? And people were like, what the fuck? So first, I think the first thing that came out was wrong. Um, and it was just like, oh, it was an NSYNC song. Because I think he sampled from an NSYNC song on TSU, like the as the background vocals, right? And it was like, oh, he wrote the song, right? Which is why I like to use that that sample he had to uh get his license even though he doesn't own his masters he still has to be like he still has to be licensed and has to be written as a co-lyricist right uh-huh. and then 40 came in and was just like i'm and i'm reading quote for quote right because after this i have more information so let me just let me just let me just get through this ryan because I, I, I know how you feel about drake i'm not i'm not canceling drake that's not what this is going on right now so he literally says i'm not here to defend drake's lyrics but I thought I would clear up and say that there's no actual R. Kelly present and it's a bit misleading, bis, a bit misleading to call him a co-lyricist. And then uh, he talks about how he just read the uh, one of the Aaliyah um, like, uh, biographies and talking about everything that she went through. Um, and then he says, then I saw this post and I just had to say something because I think that he was, I, to think that we would stand beside that guy or write with him is just incredibly disgusting. 
And then elsewhere in his statement, uh, uh, he mentions, this is the producer, sorry, this is the producer, that at the beginning of TSU, there is a sample of OG Ron C talking. And I had to go, it was like, who is that? Because I didn't know it by name, honestly, know him by name. But he's the guy who does all the chopped and screwed stuff. Like he did chop, he did chop the throne, the Kanye and uh, Jay-Z thing, chop care, uh, uh, chop care, Drake in 2011. He did channel purple, which is the chopped and screwed one I think I remember because I remember listening to channel orange chopped and screwed. Um, by Frank Ocean. And then he did the Moonlight soundtrack. So I'm like, oh, I know who this guy is. All right. And so like back to the statement, you know, there is this sample of OG Ron C talking and behind that faintly you can't, what you can't even hear is an R. Kelly song playing in the background, he writes. It has no significance, no lyrics are present, R. Kelly's voice isn't even present. But if you wanted to use Ron C talking, you were forced to license it. And uh then i'm um, then apparently it was only discovered hours before clearing it before uh before clearance so at first i didn't have all that context honestly i i did not and i was like drake mm-hmm. what the fuck like we're in the middle of r kelly's trial now i am not saying that drake can know like when r kelly's trial is so it's just it's just really bad timing that's just coincidence i will i'll will say for that part uh-huh. and then um so it's coinc- coincidence with the whole like timing of every, everything but i'm also like drake like how was i'm thinking like how does this not get picked up, right? Like, how do you not realize that? But now I'm like, okay, well, when I went back, because I listened to the songs, I'm like, I'm like, can I hear this R. Kelly song in the background? Is the obvious? I cannot hear it. Um, but I will say the internet went the fuck off. Like, certain parts of the internet, I will say. People were like, what the fuck? This isn't cool. Like, you should know, especially, you know, Drake, he talked about how much he loves Aaliyah. So it was like, you cannot just be talking about how much you love Aaliyah and then be like, let me put R. Kelly as a co-lyricist. Because to me, I was first before, let me, let me give previous. Before I'm like shit, Drake. Like this is disappointing, especially when you know he like we talk about Drake knows how to talk to like his female friends, friend fans, his woman fans. Wow, I don't know why he's on female so much that I fucking hate that. Anyway, his mm-hmm. uh, uh, woman fans, and he's uh, we we know he panders to us, and so to me, first like I took it as a little slap of disrespect because I was like, this isn't cool, especially disrespectful to black woman. Like it just feels very much like what the hell is going on? Because at first I was thinking like you should have just cut it, like. That, that's my that's my first thought personally and then um i mean you know if i didn't get it you went to use them maybe you're paying homage to like chopped and screwed and um you know the, the guy who like who's really good at it and you know made it really popular um and to me because i was like drake is so aware of everything of at least his at least socially aware not politically he's very aware of like what his audience wants to hear so i'm just like why would why would this stay around um so i was a little disappointed but then when i realized that like okay this was only discovered hours before clearance and it was like in the background of a song i'm like i still think drake maybe could have cut it but i don't think this is like anything you're cancel worthy and i do think that internet might have gone a little tough oh i don't want to i don't want to say tough i i don't want to say that like this this isn't like worth talking about but i do think that like we need to add more nuance to this part of this conversation um than just like he's just a co-lyricist because I think that's lazy reporting I think that's really like lazy on I think that's uh that whole thing where people just don't read articles and they don't and they just do the clickbait thing um I think it's a little I think it's a little clickbaity and I don't mean to sit here and like oh stand up for men I, I'm not trying to do that at all mm-hmm. but I do think that's this could have been slightly avoided I think that Drake probably needs to come up with a statement and make, maybe make that super clear because I think that you know I don't like it when artists only speak through their team I think the only person who get away with that is Beyonce because Beyonce doesn't do interviews. But since considering Drake does interviews and Drake is still like talking to everybody, I think that he might need to make it clear that like, I do not fuck with R. Kelly. 
<laughs> and that this was discovered hours for clearance and uh you know um you can't hear it because I, I wouldn't listen i couldn't hear it but it was just disturbing it was just disturbing to see that headline at first it, it kind of freaked me out slightly um why, and does, such... why does drake need to do that what why does he need to do that because i feel like if you're gonna you can't i feel like any r kelly association in 2021 is just insensitive that's so I have a question for you. I have a question for you. So, of course, you believe that R. Kelly music should be cut in general, right? You said I think R. Kelly should be cut in general? His, his yeah. music, his music, his music. Yeah. Okay. So, R. Kelly has written a lot of songs for a lot of your favorite artists. Do you think they should not perform those songs anymore? A lot of them have, 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 have uh, not a lot, most of them, I don't know. A lot of the artists who, who have had songs with Bar Kelly, I would like said no. Now, I mean, he doesn't own his masters anymore, so I say it's a little more complicated than that, but yeah, I mean, I would stop. Or just make sure he's not making money off of it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But I do think that like the context of that is different because this, this, this is like, he just, he pulled it in later. It's not like this album was made pre like r kelly documentary and everything and before all the the cases those things those things were made in a time where people it wasn't it was public so i can't even say it wasn't public because it was very out in the open where people didn't believe the 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 victims so this is very different or they weren't listening to the victims i should say because maybe they believed them but they weren't they weren't listening to the victims or maybe some people believed them so it's very different like i'm not gonna tell say a song from the 90s or like I, I don't. Ryan, we for this conversation. I don't listen to R. Kelly. I never really gotta, did. I didn't grow up in a household but that you gotta, did. But you got to pick a song. Like you can't say. No, oh. I don't, Ryan. I just gave you the context of the complications. You're, you're saying, like I said, this is nuance. I literally said this is nuance. This is not black and white. Do not make it seem like it's black and white. It is because black and the white. no, it's not, Ryan. It is. Ryan, it I is. just said artist. I said Drake is wrong. I I literally said. Drake, you need to say something because it's it's wild. Now, like I like I said, I'm gonna give you the grace of not knowing. All right, I'm gonna give you the grace. I'm giving him the grace of not knowing, but say something. Don't be lazy and don't only let your producers speak up into it. Because if you if he genuinely did not know, I'm not calling Drake a bad person. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he just didn't know. All right, so say something. Be like, my bad. I fucked up. All right, that's it. You think so? I just don't get it. I, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, I don't think Drake, he's the artist. Drake didn't make the beat. Yes, he cleared the album. Yes, he listened to it. I doubt you can't. I could, I listened to the TSU song probably 10 times. I couldn't even hear our I just song said that too, Ryan. You're no, not so, listening. No, hear me out. Hear me out. I am listening. But here's my thing you're saying Drake needs to come out and say something. For an artist that you can't even hear on his project. But you put him as a co-lyricist. And that's the because, part where... Be, because you just said he had to declare the sample. That's the end of it. If you... It, my thing is, if you care that much about the situation, which is your your, your, your right to, if you want. You know what I'm saying? No, then, I'm just saying, Ryan, that let me, like... Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. All I'm saying ahead, is... Ryan. That's all I'm saying. If you're someone who's like, yo, R. Kelly is a co person writer in this in this project and you look it up just like you did 
I don't think if I'm Drake's person, PR person, manager, I'm not telling my artists on this beautiful Monday to say, hey, by the way, when you're done eating breakfast, let's go make a statement about that. I'm not doing that because at the end of the day, people are going to believe what they want. And at the end of the day, more so, people are just going to twist whatever he says and still make it his fault. So as a manager, as a PR person, there's no point in saying anything, in my opinion. Yes, he could have taken it off the album, 100%. I didn't like that part of the song. I didn't like that song. He just took the whole song with that. I will say that part of the song is also <laughs> unnecessary. I, I don't get the intro. I don't get it at all. Me neither. But at the end of the day, that's what he went on his project. He's the artist. That's fine. But him coming out and saying something like that is, is ridiculous to me. I disagree. But okay. I'm going to let you be great with that. I'm going to let you be great. I mean, that's the only controversy we have on this album of uh, the internet uh, kind of going off on him. It was also the... Uh, the girls love girls song that had a little uh which i really don't really like that song and it's not even like that line um i think that line like what does he say um the controversial line is literally uh she said oh uh, she said i'm a lesbian i i say me too i don't i didn't get it can you explain that lyric to me because i personally just didn't really understand it i didn't and, understand it too i don't think the song was i don't think he should have put the song i don't think the song was good there's some people out there who love the song, but I think I don't, you know. I mean, I think artists always make controversy lyrics. I think that sells it. Like even when the, yeah, controversial. Even when the lady said, um, what's her, what's her name from um City Girls? He said she, she said, I'm not gay, but I let a bitch eat me out. Like you could say that's controversial. It is controversial. You know, but no one's also, but 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 no one's that's not Ryan. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. First of all, Ryan. First of all, Ryan. First of all, Ryan. I want to know what part. I just feel like people do say things, and it's a matter of what you're listening to. So that that's also something I want to point out. What are you listening to? And it's different. Never mind. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening to the music. What do you mean? What am I listening to? No, Ryan. No, Ryan. Because because a lot. I'm saying. Some parts of the internet will miss certain things. You know, people are like, oh, why is no one talking no, about this? But I'm like, there I'm are not... corners that are talking about this. So I you don't want to make it seem you... like people are ignoring certain things that are going that are being said that's kind of like it's kind of fucked up. Have you ever heard someone say something about that part? Uh I actually have, so thank you very much. Go okay, and what did they say? What did they say? Go ahead. They were just like, it's out of pocket. Like it's fetishizing lesbianism. And people said the same thing about Drake. They were like, Drake, like fetishizing lesbianism isn't cool, but also because it's 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 harmful to lesbians more on the on the on the scary part and when i say harmful lesbian let me give context it's literally just like things like this can lead to sexual assault when men choose not to believe women or they're when someone's like i'm a lesbian because you know uh when women will say i'm a lesbian i'm not into you men will be like oh i don't believe that let me let me because i'm trying to harassment which can turn to an actual sexual assault so there's levels to it i'm not a lesbian i really cannot speak on this like overall like my personal like how i personally feel about this because it doesn't this is something that i'm like affects my lesbian friends my friends who are lesbians had an issue with it because they're just like this is harmful to me and i'm just saying i'm just speaking i'm just i'm bringing up all the things that people said all right that's all i'm doing i understand i'm saying i'm not saying they're wrong at all i understand completely cancel them cancel them don't listen to them i don't know what you, what you, I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say it to those, to those people if you're if you're offended by those lyrics and i get it there are people who are offended by those lyrics 
I don't think he should have put the song on the album. I didn't like the song at all. I think the song was uh, bad in general. I, I, think it was a, I think it was a bad message, and I think it was a bad song in general. But in, if, if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. If you're offended by that lyric, those lyrics, don't listen to them. Mute them. That's what I'm going to be on the radio. So it, it, it's like, you know, you got to go to Apple Music or Spotify. Or you Spotify just delete or the song. Yeah. It's not that hard. I've done it. It's very so, easy. Yeah, so... I mean, that, that's just my message to them. Do I think he is sitting, thinking about that? No. Do I think there's a... I don't think Drake I, thought this deeply into it. I And I think that sometimes people, I think that internet sometimes is a little more... Con, like, give a little nuance. Give a little space. I do not think Drake wrote that and was like, I'm going to offend a bunch of people. I don't think he even thought, like, people are going to hate this. He just wrote the lyric. I, I very people, much think Drake did not think this deeply into this. And this, that is my next topic, but go ahead. 100%. I think that people... I, I think people are... Everyone's going to find a problem with something. I mean, people find a problem with Beyonce stuff. People find yeah, a, so. people find issues with Beyonce. So, like, it isn't surprising. And that, and I think that's where I, I get upset. I think I get upset when stands can't call out their fave. Because I'm just like, everyone can get called out, right? Now, when people call out Beyonce for uh, the Blackest King album, right? It was a lot of African people who were calling out Beyonce. Like, you don't even tour in Africa. I'm just like, I thought we were done not. talking about Beyonce. We were, but I'm giving an example. I'm giving <laughs> I'm an example. You. I'm Thank you very you. much. Um, you know, there's a lot of African people and a lot of Nigerians who were really upset. And then people were just like, she has hella Nigerian people on this. Her teams are Africans. So like, clearly, like, it's influenced. Like, what do y'all want? You know what I mean? So e- even that, I was like, what do y'all want? And sometimes I, I've said this multiple times before. I said this in a previous podcast. A lot of people do not know what they want. Now, I'm not, this, hold on, let me, let me pull back. Um, like I said, I don't think Drake really thought anything socially about this lyric i just don't it doesn't come off like it does it doesn't come off like he thought deeply about it because mm-hmm. if he did i feel like the whole that would be the name of the song right like and that's not like the whole theme the theme of the, i don't know i don't really listen to, i don't like that song so i don't really didn't listen to it that deeply or um i just had the lyrics up when i was listening to it um but i feel like overall a lot of time in music in media television movies especially this really gets on my nerves in movies and television a lot of people think they know what they want they get something different and they don't like it people don't know what the fuck they want half the time they really huh. do not fucking know and then but then they're just like you should have, and but they'll have all this criticism of like you should have done this you should have done that you should have like you should have taken it this way or you know the big thing that we get nowadays is we don't want trauma racial trauma right like that's a huge thing within any genre fuck like one black person on the screen or whatever, and then you have a white interaction. Like, we didn't ask for this. This is racial trauma. I'm like, y'all are Turn the lot. TV off. I'm like, the- I'm like, turn the TV oh off or it's gosh. not the drama. Have some little nuance, a little. And I think that, like, people who say, I sometimes you can tell people who give criticism because I can tell when people who don't watch TV give criticism on television because they're, because you're watching a genre that you don't relate to or you're watching a genre you don't like, right? Like, when it comes to horror movies, I'm like, the entire horror genre is about trauma. So let's add a little, you can't just say, take the trauma out of horror. It's not fucking trauma. I literally saw some thread that was like, maybe they should have gone to therapy. The fuck? It's not a horror movie if someone goes to therapy. It's just not how it works, right? And so I think that, um, yes, of course things can be improved and we should maybe say some things are problematic, but to just cut things off that you just don't want to see is where you should turn the TV off, turn the album off, turn the movie off, walk out the theater, you know? Um, so I do think that the internet, I think we have this, do the thing where I say all the time, just, just read the fucking article, right? Because if you read the article, it adds way more nuance on like what actually happened, right? 
Yeah. I don't think Drake did this. In t- I don't think this is malicious at all. And I don't want to make it seem like I think this was malicious. Are you, I just referring, think to, that, like, are you referring to TSU? Yeah, I'm going. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the original. I don't want to veer okay. off too much. I, I have. I tend to do that. But like, I don't think what Drake did was malicious at all. I don't think it because I because I don't think it it didn't, it didn't feel personal. I couldn't hear the shit. I how was I supposed to know? I wouldn't have known. I would not have known unless it unless um um unless he didn't put him in color tape. We would have never known. No one, mm-hmm. no one would have been pulled out. You can't tell me that someone would have gone on TikTok or YouTube would have pulled out every single thing. No fucking way. There's just no fucking way. The only way I think this become maybe more, com- the only way this could actually become worse is let's say when the the words he chose, he maybe it was in 2021. The only way this could be, this could actually become bad for Drake, and I don't think it, I don't think this is right now. But this is this is literally just a fantasy. This is made up. Let's take this with a grain of salt. Is that if we found out that the work that Drake was in the room with uh, OG Ron C in 2021, listening to a conversation, having a conversation with Drake in the back, with with R Kelly in the background, that's the only way. Because then, because then it becomes like, okay, so now you're you're still listening to R Kelly at least publicly, right? Um, I think that's the only way that this could become controversial. I don't think that happened. I assume that this is a old that this is old and that he they just took some rant. like all producers do. They just take a bunch of old shit. And they just remix it and they just throw onto an album, right? Like that interview can be from 2000. That interview can be from 1995. I don't fucking know. I genuinely don't know. Um, so I don't think, I think that like, it's a little lazy to just be like, um, I think it's a little wild, I should say, to just be like, um, uh, what was I, uh, sorry, I forgot, I forgot how I was going to put this into words, but like, I think it's a while to just be like Drake. Uh, I, just, I think you can say Drake fucked up. And I think this is like a something that happens like afterwards. You know how sometimes you do things. I think both of these mistakes are something that like he didn't think of in the moment. Wasn't meant to be insensitive. Wasn't meant to be fucked. Wasn't meant to be malicious at all. I don't think he's spitting in the victims of R. Kelly's. Uh, I don't think he's spitting in the in the face of R. Kelly's victims. I do not think this is how this went. I think this is just like a previous thing he caught afterwards. And then he's like, I Drake might be sitting at home like, oh shit, didn't pick up on that. My bad. You know what I mean? It, it can literally, that probably is a genuine reaction. Like, my bad. Did not mean mm-hmm. to fuck this up. This was just me in the studio, like, or my producer in the studio just going, right? Like, and then the producer's like, you know, clearly we don't agree with this bullshit. It's, it's bullshit, right? Like, that's that's it. I'm just bringing this forward because people went to get the controversy, right? That's it. That's all That's all I'm doing. Um, and the last thing I think is personally really stupid Uh and I think this comes with a lot. I think this is just 2021 effect or the, the 2020 effect. You know, after racism took center stage last year, all the white people started carrying on the business and started caring. People were just like, oh, does Drake need to have social responsibilities? People are like, why isn't Drake talking about racial issues? Why isn't he talking about these things? And I'm just like, why the fuck would I go to Drake? to figure out how I feel about things. You know, Dave Chappelle has that infamous Ja Rule joke, like about 9-11, how MTV was asking Ja Rule, how do you feel? Why the fuck am I going to Drake about how he feels about racial injustice? I don't go to Drake for that bullshit. Maybe you go to Kendrick or J. Cole for that shit. Personally, I don't want to hear Kendrick or J. Cole in the club because I don't want to hear about racial injustice in the middle of a club shaking my ass. I don't want to hear Drake talking about how he how um, bitches, you know, on his dick and on the pole and stuff. You know, that's what I want to hear. Don't want to hear anything else. So I do think it's very weird how people want to put responsibilities on Drake that like he's never claimed to do. I personally really do like how Drake keeps politics out of shit. We don't know if that means a Democrat or Republican. We don't. And I don't mind it. I really personally don't mind it. And I think that 
because and I think this is I think it's weird to me because I feel like a lot of rappers who do talk about social issues grew up poor and they were faced with these issues every single day right like the racism of uh, Fayetteville North Carolina and uh for J Cole you know if you're talking about LA like Crips and Blood like Kendrick they talk about the experience Drake does not have the same experience in Canada that nigga grew up going to the Degrassi right like he doesn't have that so i think that anytime you're gonna like you're gonna ask a middle kid a person who grew up middle class to have their experience to talk about their original like that's not his experience it's not and i think it's weird that people um this is very this is a very small corner of the internet i will say um are like oh you need to be more conscious this is like no because anytime at least nowadays that people who are clearly capitalists and um rich folks come up and say, give a political opinion it's wrong it's never correct so again, this goes back to my point where people don't know what the fuck they want. Because if Drake's actually says something about politics or racial injustice, we might fucking hate that, right? We're gonna be like, Drake, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? I think it's weird. But go yeah, ahead. I, I think that, you know, when it comes to that, I, I think I think Drake does, like you said, a great job at staying out of that stuff because it's not needed. At the end of the day, I'm gonna be honest, I don't care what Drake's opinion is on it. I don't. Yeah. Don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't look to celebrities or I was in a club last night and Kalani was right next to me mm-hmm. and I can tell you she was regular just like everybody else yeah in that party like she was dancing she was chilling she was vibing she was on her phone she was texting she was just a regular person in there just chilling like Drake is a regular person chilling he's probably like your college classmates he's probably like your high school teammates like he's just yeah. a regular person yes he happens to have a career where he's like one of the most famous people in the world. But he but comes I, off very every day. Yeah. With a little bit of ego. Just like I don't care, Raquel, what your opinion is on that. Just like I don't care what Zulu's opinion is on that. Shout out to Zulu. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just, that's your opinion. That's an opinion. And I think it, I think a lot of people always try to mix everything. I, personally, it's like businesses. I don't care what businesses are thinking. I don't care what Pizza Hut is thinking. Just make sure the piece is done. Like I don't care what <laughs> honey. Gro- I don't care what Honey Grow is thinking. Yeah, if it's something wrong, if they're donating to you know organizations that's anti something, yeah, that's different. But on the everyday, what you're doing, don't care. Just make sure you yeah, get my I- order right. You know. <laughs> Like, make sure my stir fry right. That's all I'm saying. You said like, I need. I, you said I need them breadsticks. That's what I give a fuck about. Don't fuck up my yeah. breadsticks. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah, I. I think it's. I think it's weird that people ask so much of Drake. I mean, he's not the only one. I, people were asking Doja, like, are asking Megan The Stallion to rap about, like, be, like have more woke lyrics. And I'm just like, you can go listen to uh, Rhapsody for that. I don't want to hear that from Megan. I don't. I don't. I don't. Like you said, I don't genuinely care, and I think that. People people believe that if you have a platform, you need to always speak up. But sometimes people's platforms say the wrong shit. And I, th- I think that's the part that really gets me. It's just like, you want them to say something, but if they disagree with your opinion, you're going to be mad. I you think should just, a, don't ask for that. <laughs> I think that's a great point. I think if you have a platform, it's your choice. Yeah. It's your choice. Because I think you right? also just want to make sure you're staying, you're not offending people. And they're, yeah. they might not know that they might be offending people. People say, people say, oh, you're mad Drake is not, you know, promoting politics, et cetera, this or that. He's Canadian, but, first of all. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then, but then on the flip side, you're mad at what Kanye West is putting out there when he uses his platform. In a weird way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because we can see what happens when celebrities involve, when we get, when we learn their politics, we're just, we're, we're, we're upset. You're upset. We're, we're upset. 
Now you're over there quaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you got to pick a side. It all comes down to pick a side. That's all I want for pe- people. If you're listening to this podcast, once again, shout out to Rock Cup who put me on here. Just pick a side, please. I, I, I'm so tired of the back and forth. One day people are this, one people are that. Just pick a side and stick to it for everybody. I will say, I think it takes a little more nuance than black and white. Politics are never black and white. Even though we only have two par- two party system, it's never black and white. Now, you know Drake, Drake said the fourth level of jealousy is media. The media makes it not black and white. That's because they're just here for clickbait. They're not here for like actual real shit. So exactly. that yeah. makes it gray. Um, it makes it. It makes I, I, everything is gray. Like politics in general. Are gray. I, I mean, if you look at any other part, any other country, we're talking about silly politics. Like they have hella parties, and they have hella parties for a reason because they know damn well that two choices are just. They, it just never works. And I'm. A, how, I'm is just, every, how is everything gray? I'm sorry for cutting you off, but how is everything gray when it's either a yay or nay on the vote? Wait, sorry, I don't get what you're saying. No, like, oh, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if you're looking at pol- politically, like, in some in some countries, like, okay, in America, the question is like, is healthcare is healthcare a right? Right? The answer is yes. People people will make it seem like it's it's the answer is that's a yes or no, right? The, that big question, right? Now the next question is okay, how do we um, financially make this work? That's not black and white, right? Because you can just say tax the billionaires, right? You can tax say tax rich folks, right? But now, and then there's a cutoff, right? Now, now it's like, okay, is that just people who are making a billion dollars or a million dollars? Now, does that the people who make four hundred thousand dollars? That's why I'm saying it's gray. That's why I'm like, you can never make never things are never just A and B, right? That's why people say Hillary Clinton lost because she made everything so gray. She never she didn't pull a Bernie and was just like free healthcare, right? And that was a downfall because when you're in in, in America, we want yes or no, right? Like that's what we want, but it just doesn't work, right? Um, let's get back to the Drake album though. So mm-hmm. overall, how would you rank this and his compared to his other albums? Have you ha- does this have a place yet for you? Like, and this is between his six, right? So this is th- between "Thank Me Later," "Take Care," "Nothing Was the Same," "View," "Scorpion," and "Certified Lover Boy." I think this is a Scorpion part two. I can see that. Do you? Th- I feel like it's more A side Scorpion than B side. I think. Uh... When you look at his body of work, do I think this album is, do I think any of these songs are ever going to be on someone's top 10 of Drake songs? In my opinion, no. No, the only one who but, can, to, to me is a contender is uh, Better Than Your Friends. Yeah, but when it comes down to, I think, I think it was cool. I, do I think, I, I wouldn't say it was a safe project, I think it was just an okay project. What would you rank on a scale of one to ten? Six point five seven. I actually believe it the same. I was actually I was I was leaning towards a seven, but six point five because when when I, when I go back and forth, I'm just like six point five over seven. It was very mid. This is a very mid Drake album for me. Like the problem, the problem is, it's like the songs I like, like "Pipe Down," uh, "Better with Your Friends," um, "Champagne Poetry," etc. Like those are songs mm-hmm. that I actually like, really like, really enjoy, really love. Mm-hmm. But then the songs that I I dislike, I really dislike them. Like "Way Too Sexy," like I really dislike that song. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, it so you never, it's never just okay for you. It's like I like, or it's, it's a no. It's a yes. This is black and white for you, Ryan. Is that what we're getting at? 
Say that again. Is that where we're getting at? This is this is a black and white for option for you. This isn't. Yeah, I mean, I think my albums go. Nothing was the same. Take care. I'll probably say views. Thank me later. Scorpion. Ah, Scorpion in this. I feel you on that. I feel that you. Was, I, I think, but I think, I think everyone's album's favorite album for Drake is always going to be different because. Um, it just really depends on your time. Like for for me, nothing was the same. It was always going to be my number one because it was such at a pivotal point in my life. Yeah, it was our freshman year of college, Ryan. Yeah, of course, of course. So we met so I met Not so many UD people. 17. I met so many people off that album. So that album is always going to have a special place in my heart. But in the gen- but overall, I think Drake. I do think Drake's going to start releasing music less. Do you think he's at that time where he's gonna give us like three years between an album? Like he he's or or is it gonna be a bunch mm-hmm. of features? Or you think he's gonna pull a Rihanna and wait seven plus years? I think right now Drake's averaging about two years between projects. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get another Drake prob project probably uh twenty twenty three. Yeah, probably twenty twenty three. I could see that. Yeah, I think Drake is in his like. I'm gonna slow down. I feel like he'll do. He'll be on a lot of features. Like I, I feel like he's not gonna like stop rapping. But mm. yeah, I think honestly, the next thing I want from Drake is I want another Drake and Future album. I want another uh, What Time to Be Alive Part Two album. I would love that. I think that'd be a nice in between fun project. Why? Because I really enjoyed that. Grandma's Dancing is one of my future, favorite songs. I just don't know <laughs> what Future is talking about on his songs ever. I don't know either. I just think. He's just fine. Future, I love. No, I, I. Let me just clear that. I do like Future. Like there are some Future songs I really bang with, but then like on the album, I had no idea what he was talking about. I don't know. Whatever the whatever Future's always talking about. I. It's not like I took that as like a serious emotional project. I think I took it. I feel. I feel personally. I took it for what it was supposed to be. Just like it's supposed to be fun. It's not. It's not anything serious. Like I like it when Drake is in his super serious bag as well. I think Drake is really fun there. That's I think what goes viral. I don't think on this album any song is gonna go viral besides "Way Too Sexy." I think that's the one that's trending on TikTok right now. That's the only song that I think that I I see. But that's because I think it's just like a fun song to do a TikTok for. Other than that, like the song and that in the club. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed it, but like it's not gonna be number. It's not charting. It's not. It's not. I don't think it might actually. Jk, let me not disrespect the power of Drake because I, we've we've seen other things. But like, I don't think it's going to be a top ten on number one on Billboard. Personally, I could be proven wrong though by next week though. So. Uh, I think. Um, I think when I went to an R and B night last night, they played no. They played no Drake from a new album. Oh, I mean, what were they? Could they play it that fast? I don't know how DJs works. I mean, sometimes. No, I, yeah, yeah, they could have played it immediately but i think that says a lot that okay the no you could say arguably the top three one of the top three biggest artists in the world just dropped the album on friday and you didn't play one drake song from the album because i think that shows what it is that's true you know what i did hear formation in the club right after formation dropped that's true you're right nope you're right you're definitely I'm, right ryan i'm gonna give I'm, you I'm, I'm always right man follow grand tour media we out here I'm gonna give you that one now. Last thing, because I think like this is the fun, this is the the fun part, and this is gonna be really quick. Eighty three, eighty three, or like eighty eight percent of people said I need to listen to the Donda album to uh to talk about the other part of this. 
I think the reason why Certified Lover Boy had more, I felt, felt maybe more, when I listened to this album, I felt like Drake was a little stressed. And I feel like because a part of that was because of Kanye and Kanye and their beef. And their beef, honestly, if you really think about it, is very dry. I also, after listening to both projects, I'm like, why are we comparing these two artists? I'll get into that. But I want to get into my thoughts about Donda. And I'm going to just read them off, honestly. Um, a lot of the album was giving me very uns, uns, uns album. Parts of it, the beats were all over the place. Don't know what that was giving. Um, a lot of the, and I know Kanye, for some reason, is in his like biblical, his, his gospel bag. And he has all these like different rules around it. And it's just like, he picks and chooses what he wants to do. I don't get that. Um, a lot of them were making it sound like they were being made by a five-year-old. It was giving very Jesus loves me, this I know for the Bible tells me so. Like it was Adam's rib, God forgives. I don't, okay, fine, whatever. And I, maybe because I haven't listened to a Kanye song in a while, I was maybe expecting a little bit more depth from his like faithful side. And I know this album's supposed to be about uh -huh. his mom. Um, I know this, this, this is really, but the album's Donda after his mom, you know, he lost his mom years ago at complications of uh, surgery. Um, I expected more from a guy who did Sunday service for about every Sunday for a whole year. No complication, I thought. Um, to, to me, I was just like, how many actual gospel artists or like Christians were like giving input? I don't know. I know Kanye also just does his own shit and maybe no one told him and that's why maybe it sounds very remedial to me. 24 actually felt like a gospel song. I will say the second half of the album felt like more of a gospel song to me. Um, I don't know why he just didn't do more of like Jesus Walks type like songs and remixes. I understand. I don't understand how an album that is related to your mom um, and talk about forgiveness, why Marilyn Manson, someone who's a Satan worshiper, and let me say Satanic worship, I know they don't really worship the devil. It's more about like nature and stuff, but that is just weird to me. I don't fucking get it. 21 Savage, I know he has like his weird thing. I don't, I'm not calling out here anyone, I don't wanna call people's religion out here, but I don't get how they end up on a gospel rap song. I also hate gospel rap. There's a reason why Lecrae is not famous or super huge. Um, I don't understand how you have people who are really into Saint, uh, Satanism, but you don't let people cuss. Don't get that. Um, I feel like he talks about how he loves himself just as much as how he loves God. So I also don't get that. I don't understand why he involved his mama in this. Because uh, I feel like forgiveness doesn't make sense if you're going to have like homophobes, alleged rapists, abuses on the album. You're involving your mama in things you don't, that shouldn't be involved in. I didn't get that. And then um, at the end, I felt, those are the songs I liked actually were Jail, Hurricane, Believe What I Say, 24, Heaven and Hell, New Again, Pure Souls. And then overall, this album really is just like, this feels like it's screaming into the void and saying nothing overall. Like, I wouldn't try to interpret any of these lyrics because half of them were bullshit. And Kanye was barely on the album. Like, he was on the, I think he had so many damn features, which is fine. It's 27 songs. You're going to ha probably have a lot. But I really just, I was, I was like taking notes as I listened to the album. And this could have been way better if he cut like 10 songs, probably. There was no reason why this would be 27 songs. And the don, the don, the don, the creepy, 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 weird. Nope, don't like it. And I'm definitely someone who really appreciates like some, some artistic shit in music. I really can. But I don't get it when you're gonna say this is a gospel rap inspired album. I and I know Kanye starts new shit. I I get it. I totally get it. But this is nothing near Dark Twisted Fantasy. This is nothing near 808 to Heartbreaks. This is nothing near um graduation or even Jesus. I I was like, this 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 and and I the, I think I was annoyed because I read so many people who love the album, people are like, oh, I love it. And even some of my favorite critics, um, like they loved it. They were like, this is, this is really good overall. And some people are like, oh, it's mid. But I was just like, are we just on Kanye's dick too much? 
Because I feel like what I'm listening to and like what the response was is different. Like, and a lot of people, yes, it was definitely too long, but I just didn't understand the overall hype. Because I feel like if I, if I had another dark and twisted, dark and twisted fantasy experience, I would have been sold, right? Because I'm not going to say that. And, and like I said, some of the songs are good on the album. So let me, let me start there. Some of the songs are good. But some of them were just like, this is, what is this? I, I didn't get it. Some of them felt so long. My fucking goodness. Like, I, I just didn't, I just didn't understand it. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts? I'm going to start with the listening parties on Donda. I think, I think, we'll just say Drake real quick. His promotional plan was phenomenal. Oh, the, Drake killed the, it. Yeah, the posters are amazing. Great idea. Um, especially the Houston one where people didn't know which one that was. Um, I would say... Um, yeah, Donda. that was Beyonce, sadly. Donda's <laughs> Don. Donda was very... Uh, Donda, Donda was what it was. I think I think people think that... People forget Kanye is not a rapper first. He's he's actually a producer first. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how he became big. Yeah. So, But I think sometimes Kanye falls into that, once again, doesn't know his pocket, doesn't mm-hmm. know his bucket. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he tries. He's almost so talented that sometimes it hurts him. You and know it's what? Like, yeah. It's like sometimes, like, it's like, bro, sometimes simple is better. Like, I know you can... It's like it's like a mathematician doing all these calculations when he could just do two times three. Yeah. And you know what? Donda is him fighting his own ego. It's it's yeah. him fighting himself. He's he's fighting demons. The demons him. Like I think but I, I do get I, I mean him trying to bring, you know, light to gospel. I'm not mad at that. I do think his features are questionable though on that. Um but I think Kanye is also known for controversy. You know, I was literally watching Kanye interviews from award shows and everything, mm-hmm. and he's always been controversial. He lives yeah. off that. We've known um, that since he said uh, George Bush hates black people. Like, yeah, he, I don't, he and his Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah, I don't know why he... Um, I don't know why Universal released his album early. I honestly think that was just... I, okay, I think they released it on time. I think he just made it more hype. Con- to me, Kanye comes up as a person who's just like... He knows he's controversial, so he just does controversy shit to keep people talking about him. But mm-hmm. Kanye's at that point where you said he's so famous, he, he doesn't need controversy for people to pay attention. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Kanye can do any, Kanye can just walk and people will be like, wow, Kanye, love you, right? Like, he's a neat controversy. I think he thinks that Kanye, I think because people people were upset with him, I mean, including myself, were upset with him for his politics shit. Um, with with MAGA and whatnot, I think he thinks the only way I'm gonna stay relevant is if I do if I do controversial shit. But it's like Kanye, like he doesn't understand that his fans just appreciate for him like who he is, and he doesn't need controversy to make him relevant. You know what I mean? Like he could truly pull what Beyonce does and not speak to anybody anymore, do no more interviews and just drop projects, right, and go on tour. Like he could do that and be probably more successful or just as successful. He doesn't need anything else, and I think that like. He's fine, clearly fighting his own like ego issues. And I think that's when the mental health conversation comes in. Um, clearly, like, I don't know where he is with that. But uh, yeah, he made this so complicated when he didn't need to. And it was just weird. I'm just like, this is, 
This is odd to me. Yeah, it's like he's it's like his album's just making noise. Like it, it, it's like, it's like one of those things. I just hope that like our favorite artists, before they retire, you know, really stop making music, they go back to the sound at least once of what made them who they are. And it's like that's why I like Beyonce once again so much because she never goes too far away from her sound. That's why her fans are co- so consistent. And it's like, it's like Kanye, you had you were genius during All Falls Down. You were yeah. genius. You during, can't touch that. Yeah, flashing lights, graduation, slow jams. Like you're genius. All of the lights, even that that you were genius. Run away, genius. And it's like. I'm gonna, uh, why not? It's like why not bring something like that? You know, again, why? Why always? I get you trying to like push the mold, but it's like why sometimes just it's okay to be simple. I think he's addicted to the atten- I think he's addicted to the negative attention at this point. I think I really think that's it. I think this is more. I think it's clear that his personal things are getting away with his music. I think that's what his album really says that like his personal issues are getting away with like what he's doing musically and. Yeah, I think he just, he's so addicted to, like, people being upset with him. I think he just doesn't want to be likable anymore. And I think that, like, he doesn't like on his stands to say anything. I think he's looking for really intense critiques. And when he doesn't get that, I think he's just like, I'm going to do something else. I, I really, I think that, especially with the whole, like, Kim divorce thing. And honestly, I was kind of sad to see they got divorced. Like, because I know that Kim, that Kim, like, really loved Kanye. And I think that, like, he uses every negative part of his life just to, like, stir things up. Like... And not in a good, not in a healthy way. I'm like, shit. Like, I just need him to go to therapy. I know he he constantly rejects it, but I think therapy is going to make the music better. And not in the sense of like, I'm not saying he needs to be on medicine. I know a lot of people who who are creative who like, they hate taking medicine. But I am saying, I think he just needs to realize that like, he has a solid fan base. He, like you said, two times three, man. I don't, I don't need the quadratic formula. What is that formula called? Um, the really intense one. I don't need that. I don't yeah. need that. Because he, he's good. And he, like you said, he's he's an amazing producer. Musically, musical genius, as we can call it. I will not put the word just plain genius. I have to make it clear that it's musical. Because um, he can do some weird shit, man. He can do some weird shit. And I appreciate the gospel influences, uh, especially as someone who's a Christian. You know, I think that's cool. But I do think it's hard to make uh, Christian rap and the no cussing thing super mainstream without uh without it sounding weird or without it saying nothing and i think because you can't fall i, I think because he doesn't want to fall all the way into like a kirk franklin because you know like the kirk like our gospel artists who do have that trap sounding thing going on like the kirk franklin of the world who can mix those sounds i think mm-hmm. that since he le- he leans so all the way into gospel it works right and he adds those elements because mm-hmm. Kanye to me doesn't want to lean all the way into gospel because he doesn't want to lose his, his because these white boys in these stands they not in the church. None of his fans really be up in church all of, all the time. Not let me say not none, but a good amount of his fans are not did not grow up in the gospel church in the in the black Amy church. They didn't grow up in it, so they can't appreciate that sound. So he has to mix things to make it sound like different. And I think that and I think that's where that's what it is. If you lean all the way in, people are gonna eat that up. Because honestly, I know a lot of his fans listen to Yay, but I can't tell you all of them listen to Born Is King. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think they did. I think that's clear here. Cause now he's like, shit. I I I need to listen. <laughs> the people who aren't who aren't who didn't grow up in the church. I need to find them. And I think he tried to do that, and I think it came out sounding weird as fuck, and not in a good way. Um. And sorry. And uh, finally, back to Drake. 
after listening to both albums, I was really confused about why we constantly compare the two. I and I understand where it first came from of like, you know, Kanye, like 808 to Heartbreaks definitely changed the mold, the change like the sound of how rap sounds today and how R and B how everything sounds, right? Like it's clearly uh-huh. a like a time breaking album, right? Or and I feel like you can hear, and I feel like Drake is inspired by that. He said, I've been inspired by Kanye. He, you know, they were friends at one point. But listening to these to these, these albums, I'm like, these artists sound completely, it's completely different. And the comparison only relies on that one album. After that, they don't sound the same to me. And so I only think that it's just, a, like, I think it's an influence thing. And I think that we maybe should stop comparing the two. And I also find it interesting because Kanye fans in the entire weekend cannot keep Drake out their fucking mouth. Like, Kanye does something and Drake has to be talked about for some reason. And I think that in a weird way, like that controversy works out way from way more for Drake than it does for Kanye. In the sense of like how popular it can make someone. It's just like people have like Kanye's in the in this damn stadium, floating up, doing some weird shit, burning burn a house in the middle of a stadium, and people are talking about Drake. And I think that's really credit to Drake of how popular Drake is and how much he bothers people for just being who he is. Because Drake he left his pocket slightly here, but he doesn't. And Drake knows his lane. I think Drake just bothers people. And I think that's very clear here. And the comparison is weird. And I think the beef only made Drake Drake's album more popular this time around. Um, yeah. And then going back and forth, and I know, you know, he released Andre 3000, the Andre 3000 song, and that kind of backfired for Drake, I will say, because people, people like the Andre 3000 verse more than anything else. Um, more than that's both nice. albums more than Donda and CLB and I did too. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, it was better than both of you guys. So this is weird. And Andre 3000 getting involved in the beef and it's a dry beef shit. Like it's it's just, it was cute. You know, I have to push a T and shit, but like I, it's, it's getting weird. It's getting old. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. No, I, I think you made a good point. And I think uh, overall, I think people who, you know, there's Drake fans who are always going to support Drake. There's Kanye fans who's always going to support Kanye. Um, and just enjoy either album. You know, they both drop new music. Um, the whole thing take us through the fall. So enjoy it. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, do you have anything else right to add about the album CLB thoughts, Donda thoughts? <sighs> I think you gotta listen to both albums multiple times. I think you gotta also listen to them in different elements, like you said earlier. You know, the the album sounds different. Both albums sound different in headphones. Both albums sounds different in the car. Both albums sound different. Depend depends on day and night. Whose album do I think is gonna last longer in people's rotation? I think Drake's album. I think Kanye's album. I think no one's gonna be talking about Kanye's album in November. And I think you're going to still be hearing some of Drake's songs in November come December. Um, and that's just uh, my opinion. Both are creative artists. Uh, but I think when it comes down to it, I don't know. Donda was pretty good, too. I don't know. I, I think they're, they both have tie. They're, I don't think there's a winner in the last week. Yeah, I don't think one is better than the other, sadly. And even though I want to like shit on Kanye because of his personal shit, like I didn't think it was uh, better than CLB, but I don't think CLB is worse than Donda. Like I don't think CLB is better than Donda either. I think I after more listens, I listen to I like I like more songs of his album, but I, I don't doubt I'm really good through this Kanye album too many more times. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're both mid. I think it's mid albums from both artists overall. Like, I don't think anything is super special off of any of these. I don't think that any of these have too much radio appeal. Um, so I think Justin Bieber will stay at number one right now with this little chart. With I think it's like stays in one song. I don't see I don't see a, a Kanye I don't see a Kanye song taking over the chart. I don't see a Drake song taking over any of these charts. The pop girls are gonna stay in stay in their bag right now and stay uh, and take over the Billboard. So I think that's really what's gonna happen. Sadly, which is you know whatever. But I know they don't really care too much about number ones anymore. The Grammys. I don't think this would be not my favorite Grammy because Kanye puts on his Grammy. So I think he just expected them as a as an entity once you piss on the grammy they're like fuck <laughs> they're like fuck you uh i don't know if drake could be nominated for a grammy if he's not i i think drake fans will forget how we felt in this moment um drake stands i should say not fans stands will forget that like we felt this album was mid um so you know it'll be some other rap girly and that's a non and i, I use girly non as a non-gender uh and then uh non-binary term um uh, yeah one of the other girls would take over. They'll be fine. They'll both be fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's really how I feel about all of this. And that's it. I think that's it. Unless you have any other final thoughts. Any other final Beyonce thoughts? No. They're all okay. great artists. Make sure y'all listen to that uh, Get Along Better. That's really, that song's beautiful. Shout out, once again, shout out to Facts Only. Make sure you support my guy. He did Pipe Down. Um, Delaware's own, so definitely got to put him on the map. I mean, he's doing he's doing his things himself, but make sure you show him love. Um, thank you to Raquel for bringing me on. I appreciate it. Um, I am not a Drake expert. I'm just a guy who likes to be in my feelings sometimes. Um, and shout out to Grand Turn Media. Shout out to all the side joints. Shout out to everybody who cuffed. Shout out to all the DMV. Shout out to Delaware, Philly. Shout out to Raquel. You're doing great things, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Ryan. Um, yeah, love you too, Ryan. Um, yeah, this is great. This is fun. Had a lot of fun today. There's a lot of shout outs. I'll keep all your shout outs in too, Ryan. Keep uh, them all do, in. Listen, don't make me try to, don't try to, don't have me sounding crazy on here, man. Listen, Ryan, I'm going to tell you right now. I think you made great points today, Ryan. And I think. Even when we argue, I think this was the most productive arguments we ever had, Ryan. First thing I always, first thing I'm always right. Ooh. Let's tell the, let's make sure we let the people know I'm always right. If I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't speak. Okay. Okay. Because we know you just like con we just we know that you just like to stir the pot sometimes. I personally know that from personal experience. So. I just I just don't agree with that. But fine. So I'm I'm gonna stop recording now, okay? Wait, wait, just one more thing. <laughs> I think Kanye's album would have been better if he had an album cover. What? The no album cover was crazy. I don't think album artwork affects how I sound feel about the actual it does. album. It does. Do you think it gets you in the mood? Like it mentally puts you in like where you're supposed to be? You, album artwork affects how you're feeling. Like you I thought he could yourself. just have the picture of his mom. I I thought the picture the album artwork was gonna be the picture the picture he had of his mom, like the younger picture. Yeah, you saw. You said you, even on Drake's album, you said, "Oh, I thought it was gonna be all about women because he had a bunch of pregnant women on there." Yeah. So I think album artwork does affect it, but like I said, they're both rich. 
They're doing great. Yeah, they'll be fine. I'm talking about rich rappers at the end of the day. They'll be fine. Um, but yeah, this wasn't even my favorite rap project of the year. So it's fine. Neither were. I just, like I said, the other girlies really uh, had me excited. Ty the Creator was more exciting to me than both of these. Um, can I stop recording now? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening.